everyone, welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Prime Time here, here with the latest news on animation and pop culture. Hopefully, everyone's having a wonderful day now, where we're all around the world. Happy December, everyone. We're finally here at the end of the month of the year, December. So, hopefully, everyone's staying inside, indoors, having fun with friends, family, and loved ones, no matter where you are. Let's just start it with your daily news. Now, our first latest news comes from Variety.com. That's that the latest Spider-Man Into the Spider-Man sequel debuts the eye-popping first teaser. Part 1, titled Sony's Pictures Animation, pulled the certain back on its following up Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse on Saturday, unveiling the first footage of the upcoming animated sequel. The teaser caps off with the reveal of the title, and I quote, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, along with the su surprise subtitle Part 1, suggesting that there's more Spider-Verse sequels on the way. The new footage picks up where the first Spider-Verse left off, showing Miles Morales, voiced by Shamik Moore, sorry if I butchered the name, I apologize for that, relaxing in his bed while listening to Post Malone's and Sweet Lee's Sunflower after being in contact with Gwen Stacy, aka Spider-Gwen, voiced by Hayley Stanfive, Stanford, something like that, from an alternate dimension. The two exit Morales' bedroom the teaser climaxes with the footage of, Mor of Morales as Spider-Man swinging through cities of portals showcasing the sequel's eye-popping animation style. The first look comes after the, se the series of teasers from the Spider-Verse team on Twitter. Early on Saturday, the production Christopher Ma Miller posted a sample image of the truck with the logo from the Today Show, indicating that the first reveal would be on the way. Within a few hours on Friday evening, the film's co-director Kemp Powers offered a simple tease that he would be showing off the new project during the next day. The first Spider-Verse was the smash hit success of for Sony, grossing around, around $375.5 million worldwide, earning the Sony's first Oscar winning for Best Animated Feature. The film's groundbreaking style was brought to life from Sony Animation's effective re-engineering of its computer animation system, with Mill, Phil Lord, and Amy Pascal, Ivy Arad, and Christiana Stenberg serve as producers, alongside with Alonzo Reberka as co-producing. Peter Ramirez, the co-director of the first Spider-Verse, is executive producing along with Ivy Sud. Lord and Miller, joined by Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings screenwriter David Callahan, to pin the sequel. Powers, Joaquin Dos Santos, and Jason K. Thompson serve as co-directors, along with the Across the Spider-Verse. Sony also reveals footage from their another of its upcoming Spider-Man spin-off at Brazil Comic-Con Experience of 2021 on Saturday, showcasing the complete scene from Mobius, its upcoming film. The film starts with Jared Leto as Dr. Michael Morbius, a vampire advisory of Spider-Man in the Marvel comic series. The newly released sequel features of Morbius transforming into the more mysterious form attacking group of soldiers according on the boat. The film will be released on January 28, 2022. As that's for the Mobius film. Now for the Spider-Verse film. <clears throat> according to what I hear so far, will be released around... Hold on a second. It doesn't say on the... um. The article I just read. So let me just let me just have a quick a quick research. Okay, so Spider Spider Man Spider Verse or 
Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel part 1, will be released on October 7th, 2022. So that's something to look forward for, honestly. I love Spider-Verse, obviously. Who doesn't like Spider-Verse? It's the most amazing film of all time. It can't believe it released on 2018, like three years. Wow. Yeah, it's quite a while so far. Next thing you know, next year for December is going to be four years of this film. I love it. I love it so much. I watched it twice. It made me very happy. It made me sad for a couple parts. And I just love the art style and the way the pieces of Will. Even the main character, Morales, and his daily life of trying to become Spider-Man while juggling through um through his uh, teenage life, basically. Also hiding a cigarette identity from his parents. And the way how to become Spider-Man, with, along with... You know, with other spider people, basically. Other spideys across dimensions, basically. So, I love a film. I love it. 10 out of 10. I love it. I really wish they would have grossed up $1 billion. Because this one's a good film. I really, really recommend for watching that movie. I love it. Especially during the holidays. It's an amazing film. I love the art style. I love it. Very, very good, honestly. And, I'm, and I watched the trailer of this one. The teaser trailer of it. I'm already hooked up. Especially when they feature um, Morales swinging around dimension, dimension alongside with um, with uh, Spider-Man 2 th- 2099, basically. Which it was teasered back in the end credits of Into the Spider-Verse that he that he's invented a portal to meet up with other Spider-Verses at the end. So this is a good thing we see him as well with Morales, basically. Which it's it's amazing. It's overall, I'm excited for this stuff. I can't wait for October 7th, 2022. Because I know people are already excited for Spider-Man for the upcoming No Way No Way Home, which is coming around December 16th. So get your tickets as soon as possible for that. Everyone's looking forward for that one. Now we're looking forward for this one, basically, which is I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited. This is a good, good possible time for all Spider-Man fans, young and old, to be able to hype up to see this film, honestly. Hopefully, um... Hopefully this gives another Oscar nomination because, again, amazing film. The writing is perfect. Everything I could see so far, in my opinion, in my opinion, for the film is all perfectly done. I love it so much. It made me become a Spider-Man fan again, basically. I love it. I love it. And it is, and in the way how they portray the film as anyone could be Spider-Man, which is, which is a basically a French kiss, a chef's kiss, perfect. The most amazing film. I, I praise the fucking film. It's so amazing. Best modern film I've seen so far, in my opinion, honestly. The voice acting is amazing. I know I'm giving you an interview, but just giving you my takes on, on the Spider-Verse film. So, yeah, I'm excited for this film, honestly. I really am excited about it, basically. So, hopefully, you guys are able to write that down. Mark your calendars for Spider-Man across the across the Spider-Verse October 7th and yeah part one interesting part one gives you hooked up on okay so we basically follow the whole sequence of part of parts basically so you know how it goes so let's see something tragic or something interesting might happen to the Spider-Verse and gives us hooked up basically so yep working calendars October 7th 2022 Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse part one I'm really excited for it. I think I've done a good job for it. Hopefully, this will be the better than the better than the first comic part. If it is, then 
nice they kicked out of the bar park so i have high expectations for this film honestly very high now our next story for today <clears throat> comes from pcgamer.com that take two interactive company takes a issue with it with it takes two trademarking of the word takes two which meaning saying that the company take two interactive is copyright is um, basically having trademarks around the another game called it takes two due to the has the wording takes two in it basically Highlight Studios, which is the company who created the video game It Takes Two, is caught up in a trademark dispute with the publisher Take Two Interactive, basically the owners who have Rockstar, including Rockstar games such as Grand Theft Auto, Bully, um, as well as Red Dead Redemption 2 or Red Dead Redemption series. Hazelight Studios have been taken on with around Take Two Interactive over its hit co-op game It Takes Two, according to a European Gamer report, which found that the studio abandoned its trademark application for the game's title for Take Two, indicating that it would oppose it. Hazel, Hazel Light applied the trademark in 2020, but abandoned the application in March, 20, uh, March 25th. One day ahead before It Takes Two launch on March 26th, Hazel Light a Hazel representative told Eurogamer that it can't comment on the matter because it's still an ongoing situation, but said that the studio is, is hopefully it will be able to resolve the situation. The industry analysis Michael further said that on Twitter that takes that take two's objection maybe not have material impact on the game itself. The trademark conflicts meaning means that the Hazel Light studio can't protect the name, not that they were able to be forced to change it. For with footer tweeted out that they could change it if they wanted to to protect the name, but but honestly, it's probably a worth it to them to do that. According to the lawyer Richard Hoig of Hoig Law, Take Two has become a very aggressive uh, protecting of its trademark. In recently podcast, he said the company has made at least twenty five accusations or objections of trademark filings over the past three years alone. Electronic Arts, by the way, its comparison has 25 trademarks of interactions over the past six years. Activision, as well as Zen Max, have comparably length of claim rates. Some of Take-Two's claims are currently va valid and according to, according to Hogue, while the others are more of a reach. But regardless of how they hold up on the courts, the company's um, zealous protection of the trademark could stop other companies from even trying to claim trademarks for names at all similar to those own Take-Two's. Opting to avoid the hassle of having to defend them against Take-Two's legal team. The chilling effects is a least partially the point, which Take-Two is delivering a message of what kind of actions to the lawyers of two other folks that could potentially use the word rockstar or the letter R or the dot or dots or two dots or as it turns out that take two itself as saying go away you don't even want to get into the because we will make sure your lives miserable Hogan said that take two is making a process of the punishment basic process of the punishment basically according to what he said he continued by saying that they aren't the first or certainly won't be the last to do this, that kind. It's not essentially illegal, but it is certainly aggressive. 
That appears not to happen about Hazelay Apply, for it, it takes to trademark at the, the USPTO publishing of the trademark. The trademark official Gazlet take to interactive, then file the extension for the time allowed them to officially oppose the trademark and Hazelite, seeing that the writing on the wall walked away. It's an unfortunate hassle for Hazelite, but not seemingly aggressively impact as it that the Take Two company fortunes basically. It sold more than three million copies so far. Very impressive recently for a niche co-op action RPG, RPG co-op game, and it's nominated for five categories at the this year's Game Awards, including Game of the Year. <clears throat> now this is one of those situations where a company follows some type of lawsuit or anything else that gets a indie company whenever they've done so far to get some serious trouble in terms of being ridiculous this is one of those cases with take two interactive it sounds ridiculous because you want to trademark the word take take two the game is called it takes two it has the word it's in it and it has the word takes with the S at the end, basically, it takes two. And <laughs> you want to trademark take two because it has the company's name on it. They weren't essentially taking your company's name. They just named it for the game because in the game, basically, a couple struggling with their relationships. And now they have to battle with have some like intriguing adventures in order to make their love stronger, basically. It's basically the concept of the game as far as, far as I've seen gameplay of it. It's not that bad, honestly. But that's besides the point. Is is it always is ridiculous? Honestly, the way how how companies do it so far, like three million copies, not bad for any company for making the game basically, and these want to get a lot of money because of that stuff with this poor studio of his light, and I'm pretty because as far as I know it, ever since this news came out, lots of lots of people on Twitter have been bashing Take Two, the interactive company, not the game. Bashing them for doing that stuff of move basically because it's basically a more of a asshole move for doing that basically to an indie company. And it's not as big as powerful as your as your is your company with Rockstar basically. Like, okay, we're just this is a new trend where a lot of companies doing it like okay, <clears throat> you need let's say a company is called, I don't know, um let's say um Riot Games, for example. Let's see, there's a game called uh, Riot Four, something like that. And then Riot Games be like, "Hey, you can't, do, you can't do that. You can't put your game that says Riot Four. It has the word Riot in it. That's the name of our company. We're gonna, we're gonna send you a lawsuit and give us millions and millions of dollars that you own from that game and give it to us because you have no right to trademark that name because the word Riot in it. Is this what we're going to?" Nowadays, trademarking words. Because I know, because I know, if you guys don't know, there's a similar situation for that. There was a time where the the reaction video with the Fine Bros during the controversy where the Fine Bros owns um, the video compilations of reactions like kids react, elders react, gamers react, whatever. <clears throat> and they came to trademark the word react. And they got a lot of backlash because you, no one wants to 
have legal trouble because they have a single or even multiple words that gives them a road to a lawsuit. By what company or whatever legal team they are basically. Words are words. And this one in particular is part of the English language. What's next? The company's gonna fuck. The company's gonna <laughs> trademark the, <clears throat> uh, the entire English language. Like, okay, you can't say the word it, but a, whatever, all the vowels, all the vocabulary within the English dictionary. You put that in your game, bam, lawsuit. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, honestly. It's 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 unbearing, honestly. It's. And I'm glad people are calling them out for doing that stuff, basically, because this is because this is the time they stand up for those gaming companies, especially with especially what interactive Take Two Interaction was doing with Rockstar's latest game, or I mean, Master GTA Infinity Edition, which calling calling them up by saying that, oh, oh, you guys don't mind sending a lawsuit to those guys, but you guys don't even care about making a a crisp perfect game of your previous Grand Theft Auto games with tons and tons of bugs and ridiculous spellings. Exactly. You could see the connection of the dots there or not even making another GTA game. You see what I mean? These companies don't care at all. They do not care. They just want to make profit. And even if they show they do care, at the end of the day, they just want to make money. It is one of those things where these companies like to do, basically. They just pull, they just pull something out of their butt, and they just want to make things react that goes into their favor, basically. See how they operate, basically. Especially with Take-2 Interactive, who hardly does anything with their games nowadays, basically. Grand Theft Auto Update. New event there. I'm pretty sure their Red Dead Redemption Online is already dead already. And just keep promoting it, but it's still dead. The hell. This has got to be the most disgusting company I've ever seen so far. I wouldn't say it's levels as EA. EA does a lot of things more worse than them. But <clears throat> for Tech 2 Interactive, they. They've done some penis stuff basically, especially with their recent situations like crunch time during Red Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2 process during the game development crunch time. And they, I seen a lot of reports from Glassdoor. You guys should do, you guys should like have Glassdoor in case if you guys want to see reviews of different um, bigger companies because it shows you a different environment of those companies to see how the work situation is, how the lifestyle is, and how the how the the employees felt about that basically it is very interesting honestly i guarantee you very interesting and and the amount of things i could talk smack to take two interactive against take two basically i mean it's take two with this any company it is disgusting i don't like it no one at this point do not like this situation going on so far and I understand that their situation they can they can hardly do anything about it. And and I mean look, I understand that basically. And 
And all the, the, th- the least thing we could do is just support the just support the underdog basically at this point because this is ridiculous honestly. And I'm glad they're getting a, this issue is getting a lot of traction because it shows how disgusting AAA companies are basically, especially right now with with an upcoming uh, story I might talk about a, bit, a little bit later. But <clears throat> shows how how um that the gaming industry as a whole with AAA companies is just disgusting. This is like a good example of what they do. They make good titles, but they're not really friendly at the end of the day. All they want are just profits and profits. And that <clears throat> is the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen from it, basically. And I support the indie company of Highlight Studios and against their situation against take two interactive i support them all the way hopefully they'll find some some other some other loopholes i mean he's like studios i support them all the way hopefully they'll find some other um oppositions against this situation so far much love to their company as well as as well as their their game it takes two basically so so i support them all the way hopefully they'll fight the to fight this fight and keep make sure that every, let everyone know you can't trademark a word or a phrase. It's at the time where, uh, where I don't know who did this. I keep saying it was Taylor Swift or someone else. Katy Perry. I don't know who was it. Someone like someone trademarked the song or the word "Happy Birthday," and if you use it, you get trademark out of it. I don't know who did it. Essentially, I need to do research on that one because it was it was a few years ago I discovered that, and you know I thought it was really ridiculous because of it. So I might, I might do some research about that, but something similar to that situation. But overall, yeah, I support Hazelight Studios. Fight the fight the good fight against Take Two Interactive, and make sure they learn their lesson or anyone's lesson. Do not trademark words that are simple in the English language, as well as making actual good games with their with their recent title, GTA Definitive Edition, how a bombshell that was. Now, our last story for today comes from PlayStationLifestyle.com that due to recent recent allegations, Activision Blizzard won't be at the Game Award Beyond Game Awards Beyond Video Game Nominations. The Game Awards host and organizer Jeff Kingsley has respond criticism to the following trademark he made on the Washington Post, suggesting that he doesn't want to use the platform to call out Activision Blizzard, even though he just did, to Konami a couple of years ago. So, what the heck happened there? With with the calling out of Activision Blizzard's leadership because of doing so would be overshadowing developers' hard work, which is kind of understandable, I'm not going to lie. Many saw um, Jeff's comments as him refusing to acknowledge the the um the, the harrowing of allegations prompting him to take on twitter reassuring the followers that the beyond the video game nominations activism blizzard won't have a presence in the video game awards of 2021 next thursday basically december 9th will be the start when they start live streaming the game awards there is no place for abuse harassment or predatory practices in any company of our or any workup community according to what jeff says they also realize that when we have a big platform which is associated and inspired change we are committed to do that but we are all 
need together to work together to build a better and more inclusive environment so everyone feels safe to build the world's best games. All of us are, are accountable to their standards and incredibly games and the talented developers who build them are who we want to celebrate. See you on Thursday. Now, Jeff particularly attracted to criticism because of the Game Awards Advisory Board consists of two most controversial figures of the gaming industry, which is the board, which the board includes <clears throat> Activision's President Rob Kosher and Ubisoft's Chief Executive Yves Gil- Gil- um, Gilmott. Activision and Ubisoft's leader have consistently come under fire over last year for their inactions and mishandlings over the allegations of their workplaces to rock both companies. The Game Awards 2021 will take place on December 9th of this year. <clears throat> yeah, this one's a, For me, this one's a bit of a bombshell, honestly. I mean, as far as I know, or as far as everyone knows, that the Game Awards at this point it wasn't what it used to be. It's become more of a more of a well, one of my YouTubers says it's more of a commercially advertised stuff heavily on products like I understand that you have to make money some other way but I'm pretty sure most of the money comes from big AAA gaming companies that support their games basically instead of advertisements especially when I remember I remember I think it was like last year or two years ago on the Game Awards where they promoted some type of like advertisement like this is like this one girl promoting like um like this cringy thing where she was just, like dancing holding a fucking perfume or something like that it's like how is this related to gaming i'm confused and are you saying like girls gamers are smelly which sometimes we are sometimes we're not we all have different types of stuff whatever but i'm pretty sure passes hygiene but like for me just like okay okay that's what you want to put in the Game Awards, and okay, that's your, that's, that's, that's your show, whatever. But this situation is is going is going down, honestly. I mean, you said you won't gonna promote Activision Blizzard during the Game Awards, where you have the literal president of the company on your board. You're a hypocrite, Jeff. You are a hypocrite, as well as the board for Gobisoft is there as well. They have their own situation as well. The time when people pointing out the last a couple years ago, you literally come out, you called out Konami with Kojima, what they did, with their games. That was a brave of you, basically. But now we see you as a guy who's sucking on the company's milk in order to get more profit what the hell honestly obviously i'm gonna watch the game awards but i'm gonna be dissatisfying to have like this stuff basically going around with them basically so it's a good thing we're calling him out for what a hypocrite he is having them in later work because if you want to you literally believe that you want them not having them the company in the game awards just kicked the president out of the board then you have a double-edged sword where you obviously have to support the game developers basically which basically the heart and soul of of the gaming industry basically i know some of them are a few um a-holes 
with the situation with Activision Blizzard, what they did with a couple of women. But the majority of others, developers are basically not like that. And usually are hardworking people, basically. You need to just, you just came to just get like, pay the rent, food, car insurance, and so on and so forth, basically. And bills. That's the end result. So what choice do we have? And what choice would, what Jeff is dealing with situation, basically? I mean, look, it's a, a lot of tobacco and... It's an awkward situation at the time, hearing all that stuff. I mean, it is true that it would be a bit more wise if you don't do that because for the past couple weeks, or last week, three of the most biggest gaming companies ever, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo, have been calling out their relations with Activision Blizzard. And I know during the time, I believe, Sony has their own interesting... Um, uh, controversy with one of their female workers complaining they were being sexually harassed in one of Sony's headquarters in PlayStation. I mean, PlayStation headquarters. Okay, what the same difference? Sony PlayStation headquarters, which is very interesting, honestly. Which I really want to look into that stuff. But the problem is, is that there wasn't that much more details coming out of it, as far as I know, while I was researching, basically, to that stuff. So. I don't know why people weren't looking into that part, basically, with PlayStation's situation, basically. So what the heck is going on? Now the, the big gaming console is now having sexual allegations as well? Huh? This is getting out of hand. Especially this is going on in the gaming industry. This is getting out of hand, honestly. I mean, we have to do something about the situation before it grows and grows and grows. It gets a lot of controversy going on so far. Especially with um, with um, with Activision Blizzard going on their fire, basically. And look, look. For me, if you care about the gaming, the gaming awards stuff, that's on you, basically. That's on you. But I'm just saying, the the um, they have the guts to put them. Cyberpunk 2077 has a nomination. You know, it was a first flop. Look, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Two weeks ago, I bought the game. Why? It was on sale. 24 bucks on the PlayStation Store. I was like, okay, 24 bucks for a for a half-baked game? I'll give it a try. I give it a try. It, it's playable, but there's a few glitches that seems to be that seems to be getting out of my way. For I'll just give you a few niche examples. Couple of scenes, cutouts, other scenes. You can see other um, characters being downgraded from close, from afar. And the most annoying one is uh, whenever you literally run towards or walk towards a concrete b- wall or tabs, you take damage. Just simply walk towards a concrete wall or divider. You take just you just take damage. That's it. Basically, the game is still not still not perfectly rendered. It's still broken. Yes, a few things were fixed, but it's still broken. <laughs> he had the guts to put that as nominee, and this year's Game Awards, it still it still isn't refined. <laughs> it still isn't refined Game Awards. What are you talking about? Look, I know the viewers are saying that it's still good, but for me, 
it, it still have a few problems. There's even one mission where I was completing it, and then next thing you know, I see uh, one of the NPCs were driving the car did a random typos. <laughs> and it kind of glitched out the game. And I had like a, and then, and I did like a, like around a 75 hour or 75 minute gameplay. And guess what? I had three crashes. It's still broken. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I might watch a few things from the Game Awards to see how it is. But so far, what I could tell from the listings of the Game Awards, as far as I know from the nominees, they don't really seem that interesting to me, basically. I mean, as far as I know, the nominees were kind of niche, in my opinion. But as far as I know, he's becoming a bit more of a mess. I'm pretty sure no one wants to do that. Because a few of them were just basically Death Loop, which I heard it was pretty, I heard it's pretty good. Metroid D- Dread, pretty good game. Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2, which I heard, it heard it was good. If you were a fan of the, the original Psychonauts, I know it features the voice actor for Invader Zim. He did a pretty good job on that one. It takes two, which is the controversy we talked about last year, which I heard is pretty good. Resident Evil Village, pretty good game, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which I heard is pretty good. These are the Game of the Year nominees, basically. I know there's a few more, but these are the top ones of the Game of the Year. Which I see, they have the problems, basically. Now, the one thing I've noticed so far from these games, or these categories for nominations, is that... (laughs) They didn't mention Call of Duty Vanguard. Gee, I wonder why. Maybe it's because the game was broken. The only thing they mentioned Call of Duty was just the game itself or its Warzone counterpart. Nora keeps seeing um, Battlefield 2042 mentioning about that because it basically is a broken mess hole. Here it is. Sound, score, and soundtrack. Cyberpunk 2077. The, the soundtrack for the game, pretty good. Not gonna lie, there's a few bangers from the from the from the video I heard from from Cyberpunk. It's pretty good. Able to live the vibe of futuristic futuristic of techno century of the game. It's a pretty good soundtrack, honestly. But yeah, they got to put the nomination in one of the best games. It's just getting ridiculous, honestly. It's just getting ridiculous, honestly. And there's a few things that the Game Awards contain. It's just, man, community support, Fortnite, Final Fantasy, Apex Legends, The City 2, and No Man's Sky, basically. Which is, eh, I'm pretty sure probably not to Here it is, role-playing games. Cyberpunk 2077. CD Projekt Red. <laughs> the game's still not even a properly functional. And I don't like Basically, I don't like that. But, this is still keep going on, so I'll give you guys maybe a little bit of update. I'm pretty, sure I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll give you guys an uh, update on the Game Awards once after it's being released and see what's going on with it. Hopefully, it's not going to be a bombshell for that stuff. But, 
we'll have to see how it is so far basically because at the end of the day as far as i know with this what jeff's saying about not having activision blizzard be a part of the game awards but you have a you have obviously having one other president being part of the of the of the board including one from Ubisoft, one of the most controversial studios ever have faced so far so this is gonna be interesting i can tell very interesting and awkward moment now that's it for today's news everyone hope you guys like today's podcast make sure you guys follow our podcast to give more news such as like this make sure you guys follow our twitter account animation Ten for more for more updates on our upcoming podcast i usually do this every every saturday sunday no matter what happens so far basically also i want to give you guys a quick update um so normally for the past two years uh, i usually take a break on december for a couple weeks so starting on december 13th will be the last podcast of the year and i'll be taking around a three week uh three week break and um and I'll be coming around in the middle of January, basically. Let me pull up the calendar so far, because I'm going to take a break around December. I won't say December 13th. We're like, oh yeah, that's not a Monday. So I'll be taking a break around December 12th, basically, because I'll be October 11th, either way. Then I will probably be coming back around maybe. Hmm. I'll see either be coming back around the 9th of January or or the 15th of january either way so far we're getting more news so far maybe i'll make maybe i'll make a episode little short episode during the range of the three my three week vacation if possible since you never know there's like major news coming out so far maybe i'll do that stuff and stuff to give you some updates over there but yeah december 11th or 12th will be the last episode of the year and i'll be on hiatus for three weeks and i'll be coming back in the middle of january basically so, thank you for listening so far. This is Animation Nation. I am your host, Primetime here, and hopefully, can see you guys next week. Which is the next week, the last week of the podcast for this year. So, have a wonderful day. Stay safe and happy holidays, no matter what you celebrate. Have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.